This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And usually we end each show where we all kiss each other, but because of <laughs> Corona, we're not going to do it. Just touch feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay y'all ready we listen to audio adrenaline and we're going to talk about it today on good christian fun i want to see cats i want to yuck everybody you like it hey i'm just killing disgusting okay it's what's this i love bazinga jesus christ bazinga losers another word Oh, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? Bazinga. Bazinga. Yeah, it's Sicario. Oh, my God. My is a concept. I said, jealous some, and they're, yeah, they are. This is the theme song to the sitcom Reba. Reba. So imagine her with like big lights, like kind of spinning around the WB set. You know when they would do those promos? The channels are so weird on this. Space saxophone. Welcome to Good Christian Fun, GCF, which stands for Grim. Get Corona. Corona flu. Corona fucked. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here Jealous to have good cr- <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, yeah they, they are. And we're here to have good Christian fun. <laughs> <Burn> it. <laughs> it really is. Wait, I do want to go back to that song. Why is it so tinny? I mean, I ripped it from YouTube. Yeah, but I, she's like clear as a bell, and it's like, ear, ear, ear. I, I, I do want to rewatch Reba now because I think I it's good. she's funny. Yeah. She has good timing. She's like a natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, movies, music, entertainment, made for and made by Christians. Um, one of which is I Still Believe, which as of recording this, just to put this in a real time capsule, it's March 12th. I still believe that Jeremy Camp movie that oh, we talked about a while yes, back yes, yes. coming theaters. out tomorrow. It might be the last movie ever released <laughs> <laughs> in theaters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So this comes out, you know, six days from now. We don't know the state of things. God's then, timing. But it's all part of hashtag God's plan. Wait, let me just check the Pasadena AMC to see if anybody's going to that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or the San Anita. The San so at the ten fifteen showing, there are two seats taken. So get your tickets true? now. Okay, <laughs> make sure you get in there. Yeah, didn't we? We were talking about like we should like rent out a theater for the Jeremy <laughs> Camp biopic. Oh my god! Which now even more of an uh, a reason. I was afraid to have us three in a room tonight yeah so hot hot chance hot chance hot chance yeah no, I, no let's sit in that I'm trying to go hot chance fancy chance. pants 
Uh, but we're not here to make fun of you or to bash your beliefs or to make you go to church either. We're just here to have some good Christian fun. Amen to that. And we're going to talk about audio adrenaline tonight. Topic in preparing for it today felt like the most important thing in the world. <laughs> it just felt like, you know, sometimes you wonder, does my, does what I do for work have significance in the world? Yeah. And on a day like this, it's like, Yes, yeah, it does. It yeah, does. it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. And yeah, I also was taking a look at my priorities today. And as I was scanning the news, I was like, dang, how long did audio adrenaline stay together? You know, that kind of, <laughs> that kind of data you need to know and spread around to your family and friends. That came top of mind when I saw every breaking headline. <laughs> When, uh, when unfortunately, and not to make a lie of this, but Mickey Mouse did pass away today of Corona. <laughs> yeah. Dude, send your condolences to yeah. me. Goofy had a nice uh, notes app screenshot kind of memoriam of him. Oh, man. So, you know what? This one's dedicated to Mickey today, and we do it for him. And to carry on, we do need a very special guest to help That's us right. out with this endeavor the most important podcast in the world right now friends and folks she's a songwriter she's a journalist you can catch her show state of grace from refinery 29 everybody give it the hell up for grace sendler yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me hey being thanks here. for being thank you for well, truly i did Almost send an email being like, you don't have to yeah, come. If I, it's okay. Interesting you said that. It sounds like we were both playing chicken with each other because I was refreshing <laughs> my email being like, I'm not going to send anything. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I'm, I'm available in case do. they do. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I'm not going to. No, that's very sweet. But if they do, as a treat, you know, in, yeah, yeah. unless. As a treat, thing. unless. Mm, yeah, maybe. no, the internet has not you broken our brains. You could be as a treat. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Me come over and do my podcast. Bay, COVID nineteen is happening. Me, well, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Bay. Uh, no, meme culture is great. I definitely love that. I can't speak without someone. Someone uh, posited this theory that like meme speak is is almost this generation's version of what. Anchorman or a certain kind of movie yes. that you would quote over and over yeah. again, like glass yes. case of emotion, like that sort of thing. Sure, yeah. But, like, you know how we think of bros in uh, a certain generation of college supplanting their own sense of humor, which is like quotes, like, is that what we're doing with meme speak? Maybe it, a little bit. I think that is exactly correct because we know that movie attendance has dwindled and what mm. has skyrocketed? Internet attendance. Mm -hmm. We're always attending the I'm internet. Attending. We're always <laughs> present. actively present <laughs> online. Yeah. And so I think Caroline that it only makes perfect sense. perfect attendance, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, actually, never actually, late. Never take a sick day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> never been on vacation. I'm always here so hopefully when this podcast is hitting yeah you know it still matters to listen to podcasts. I, you know, I don't know i really man. was thinking about it today and i was like people are probably gonna be a little stressed so maybe this will be fun and like a bit of a diversion yeah that's i mean the best that's what i mean I that's what i mean yes. you know when yeah. it feels like the world is on fire listen to a podcast that inexplicably <laughs> opens with the reba theme song i was crying <laughs> during that intro and that's I what was we like, are you familiar she's a survivor it's like we don't appreciate just how much of a triple threat in such a unique way yeah. Reba is. Almost more so Come than Dolly, you know? Well, think, well, well, well. I'm sorry. Well. Does more so Dolly than have Dolly? a hit TV show she in her name? Well, she does She's have the Netflix it. show. That's true. She yeah. does have the Netflix show. I mean, she 
is Dolly Parton. She was. But Hannah does Montana. she have a sitcom? Well, Hannah Montana. But that was a that, that was a guest starring she wasn't role. Starring. Yeah. Reba like, Reba. was it was a sitcom about Reba <laughs> no. being Reba. Excuse me. In front of a live studio audience, not necessarily singing. Yeah. Amazing. Now, ladies, if I may, I think sometimes in this culture we pit women against other women a little wow, too much. Wow, that's so true. So maybe Did we could like think take of that? a break. Mm-hmm. Let's good. compare her to Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she yeah, wins out. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we love Reba. I was watching a radio interview on YouTube this week with her and Bobby Bones Aww. from like a year ago. And she's Bobby still Bones. Bobby Bones. He's like a famous uh, radio, radio pa- personality. Oh, okay. And he introduced her at like the Kennedy Center uh, award show mm-hmm. thing. And it was a nice conversation. She was very engaged. And like, yeah. I was, I was kind of scouring it for memes. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> Dusting off the old Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It. Let's see. Well, we- when this Corona shit's over, I got a whole bank full of like Reba A lot of people are going to be clocking <laughs> in for those Reba, those hot, hot Reba memes when we were filming an episode of State of Grace in Alabama our sex education episode I that night we went to one of the best gay bars I've ever been to ever Al's on 7th and we saw one of the best actually only but I will also say best Reba impersonators I've ever seen drag impersonators she was so good. She came out and just crushed it. I wish I knew this queen's name because it was really, it was such a weird episode. We were having a hard time getting healthcare providers to talk with us or teachers to talk with us oh, about man. sex education in Alabama. So we were sort of coming off of that. Let's go to a gay bar, kick back and relax. Mm-hmm. And then this incredible like drag impersonator of Reba McIntyre comes out and just slays in wow. Birmingham, Alabama. And I was like, this is... I'm living for we this. Can, this is we'll the best. keep going. We'll keep fighting. Yeah. Fight and tomorrow. ever since then, I've ever since then, I've really like <laughs> gently tuned back into like, wow, why don't we give Reba the props that she's due? Roundabout yeah. way of saying, Kevin, the memes are ready. Yeah. Like no. people, Actually, yeah, people need a cultural mean. inflection. Be, point. You're ahead of it. You're ahead of the curve here. <laughs> I think what's next. Yeah, I know. That's that's <laughs> Reba's in the next. That's that, that's this so big Reba. part of culture. <laughs> like, and also, I mean, Reba is gay rights, too. She is. She, she is. No, she had a single on AIDS called She Thinks His Name Was John. Wow. That it, like, that it, she, you know, she, so she does have a progressive okay. streak. Yeah, great. Great, great, great. Now, I like that <laughs> the idea of drag queen being Reba, because Reba's like a little subtle, you know? Like, she doesn't she's wear yeah, well, sequins oh, all the time. Right. You know, she's yeah. like. What I don't know, like a pants. But she, suit, you know, Reba loves hair. Reba loves a good reveal, you know, where you <laughs> come out like she comes out in like a one moment thing. So I, th- I think this queen came out with like a. <laughs> First of all, the hair was iconic because it was hair. like remember in the two thousands we all like flipped it yes, out, yes, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. yeah. So it, we that's like, a reveal. Hair was perfect. <laughs> Take it back. She See, loves fringe. She's got, she's got go. reveals. Exactly. We're looking at pictures of Reba. Oh, she had like a fedora on <laughs> and then maybe like a jacket, like a bla- like a blazer from Ann Taylor. <laughs> and then she like whipped off the jacket and the fedora to reveal like a gentle sort of sequency blue yeah. type dress. Oh, and she wow. just, sur- and the makeup was perfect. Like wow. she had all the mannerisms, like oh, all the gosh. stuff. And I was like, this isn't, this is incredible. Take Steady. the show to Vegas right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it. Give her a show. All right. Well, Reba's second service coming at you soon. <laughs> yeah. But for today, Grace, what is your history? My with history. Religion, faith, deconstruction, maybe a reconstruction. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see. Okay. So uh, my dad is an Episcopal priest. I grew up in Waterloo, Belgium. 
So I grew up overseas, and Belgium is one of the most secular countries, I think, in Western Europe. Um, Yeah, it was one of the first countries to legalize gay marriage. So I grew up, the Episcopal tradition is affirming. I grew up in an affirming church. I grew up in a really progressive culture, um, and I thought that's, like, what it all was. Um, But my dad also would like send me to like young life stuff not Mm. just being like oh I'm sure they're cool like me because I was I it took I came out kind of slowly but I don't think it was like a shock to anybody you know I don't think anyone was like what great um so so he would like send me to like young life events and things like that and where they would have American missionaries in like European uh projects or like group settings and stuff like that. And okay. then I sort of got got kind of like dog whistle stuff of like, oh, gay things, like, oh, sin, lifestyle, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, but it wasn't until I moved to the US that I really experienced how different people's understanding of Christian theology largely is in the United States than what it was that I grew up with. Wow. And so That's so backwards for most I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were your peers in Belgium also Christian for the most part or Episcopal for the most part? For the most part. Um I think also growing up in an international school and mm. attending and like a, an international environment you you just become so comfortable with people in cultures outside of your own and so there was a really uh, a lot of understanding and curiosity for people who had different perspectives there wasn't like this is the one theology that we subscribe to because I went to a school with 63 people in my graduating class and I believe that there were like 50 different nationalities represented wow. so to say that it's all going to be the same sort of monolith of religious perspectives it's is like impossible yeah. yeah and so you really under like uh, people might have been Christian and I know that there were some people that did that were more closely aligned to an evangelical tradition of Christianity, but they were certainly not in the majority. And actually, for the most part, they were sort of like the weirdos because they were so candidly backwards on so many social issues (laughs) that we all you know, we're going through at the time as kids that you're like feeling it through. And so I just remember one time in like a group conversation, we're like sitting at lunch and someone was like, oh, like, uh, what do you think about like gay people or something like that. And I just remember one kid that had just that had moved over from Michigan for his junior year. So he was kind of older coming into our little like international like utopian squad. And he was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and he, he just goes like, ew, like out of nowhere. And we were all just like, what? That's the weirdest response that you could have. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're not all there yet. Obviously, we've progressed so much since when I was in high school, but it was still just like, did Chris just say gross? Like, (laughs) what a weird guy. Um, But I was still very sheltered until I got engaged um, because I, you know, would only attend Episcopal services. And then when I got engaged, uh, my oldest friend kind of who was born again came out of the woodwork and was like, I don't believe that two people should be together in this way. And I was very much unaware of that position that she held until I asked her to be a bridesmaid. And so that's when sort of the show was created um, because I was venting to it about this situation with a friend of mine and my friend was a producer at Refinery at the time and she was like are you telling me she's not religious and she was like are you telling me that homophobia is rooted in religion and I was like Tina yes <laughs> yes I mean that's what I'm telling you and she's like well, we should we should like explore that I was like yeah well we should we really should because it sucks and I'm sad yeah and this was sort of her the show and like working on the show together um, I see her like she's my neighbor. She lives down the street. I love her so much. It was like her way of like giving me a hug and a time that was very confusing for me because I was 
so previously sheltered to the experience of many queer people that are ostracized on the basis of faith because I was so protected because I was raised in an affirming tradition. Even when you came back to the U.S. as well? Yeah, because my parents and my my family has always been affirming. So like Mm -hmm. when I came out to my dad over the phone, my mom was like, I don't think you've like actually told your dad. At this point, I'd really assumed that people had known. He's like, you have to tell him. And I was like, oh, right. And so I was like, dad, (laughs) you know that I'm dating a girl, right? Like, you know that? And he's like, oh, I'm so happy you found someone. Like it was really Mm -hmm. very... Mm-hmm. And so, um, I know it always kind of cracks me when I think about that story because I remember that same year a girl had dumped me because she had said that her dad was very religious. And the irony of saying that to a preacher's kid, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I mean, well, that could work. Yeah. Well, my dad is. Ma- I'm not saying it's a competition <laughs> about whose dad is more religious. <laughs> but my was, dad is the Pope. I'm sorry. Dad, literally, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> So that's kind of my story of faith. Um, and in doing the show, State of Grace, which is about... Yeah, tell us about the show. Give right. us the elevator pitch. Okay. Or longer. <laughs> Big elevator, <laughs> tall building. Uh, yeah, long Well, those long are building. even faster. <laughs> it's got to be a short yeah, building where the elevator slow. takes forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, broken yeah, elevator. A, a really <laughs> sketchy elevator. <laughs> um, okay, so State of Grace is a docu-series um, from Refinery29. Our episodes are about like 12 to 15 minutes. And we explore um, different social issues and how they intersect with faith in the United States. So we've done gay conversion therapy. We've looked at sex education. Um, we've also looked at science and evolution and creationism. We are um, we editing right now an episode about Christian music and the Christian music industry. So I'm very excited to be speaking with y'all, but also bummed because that hasn't come out yet and I have so much tea. Oh um, my God. I really want to oh my goodness. Oh, we'll do it um, in the break. You know, mm, yeah. These, these listeners don't need to hear oh, it. You'll be for. I basically, I went into the episode being like, who, who all's cool here? Like within all my favorites in Christian music, I grew up so much in like with this, with Christian Did music. Did you talk to Jen? We tried. Okay. It's my dream. I oh. truly love her. Yeah, because um, that's the conversation. Didn't hear back in time. I know. That's oh. the that's a huge conversation. I We got really close. I mm-hmm. think that just the timing didn't work out, but yeah. I'm incredibly like fond of her. Her music is like a huge part of my childhood, my memories, and now listening back with what you know now to some of those songs. Very resonant. It, it just, it's like a gut punch mm-hmm. in the best way. <laughs> in the best way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so real and authentic, and it was just sort of, I... That episode that, that you guys did was really, really powerful for oh, me. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Good. We um I, I feel like listeners of this show would find a lot of Venn diagram overlap and interest in a lot of the stuff that you do on State of Grace. There was even one well before knowing you or having this connection made where we would have you on the show. There was an episode of uh of State of Grace that I even posted on social media. You did. I did. It was the it was the dark reality of mega churches. Yes. Celebrity endorsed churches. It's the mosaic thing. And of course, who should reach out to me from that? But someone from Mosaic saw that. Good. And said, Oh hey, just so you know, like actually it was you know, and had so many things to say. I'm like Okay, man, you know, just like listening to them patiently. But I'm like, the core of it is still this though, right? Yeah. Like despite what you think was like an editing trick in it or in the piece, like. The, the, The truth of that is exactly what is in that video. We had an interview scheduled that morning. They pulled the plug the night before and they didn't really give us a reason. And then I 
wasn't going to be like, oh, no. And so our team, you know, started just looking into why would they cancel? What's going on here? And it's all out there for you. And I think with a lot of churches that are sort of ambiguous with regards to being affirming or not, or just inclusive, not just of an LGBTQ plus population, but of people that might fall outside of a very rigid puritanical theology and they're welcome, you know, um, do your research. The information is there for you. Just this past week or maybe two weeks ago, there's a high-profile celebrity that I truly love and admire that I know would not want to be affiliated with a non-affirming church, and she's been promoting them on her Instagram story. And it drives me insane because the celebrities are protected from the reality of their churches. If this person has like a queer group of friends, identifies as queer themselves, the church isn't going to shun them. Mm. And so they are protected from the treatment and the reality and the betrayal that so many other parishioners or attendees, congregants that will come through these doors will experience because they don't have that status. So as a person with a platform, it is your responsibility to research the churches and the faith communities that you are going to be endorsing. It's so heartbreaking because I know how hurtful this can be and how insidious I think it is for church leaders to make a choice to hide their stance from the rest of the world because it looks better on Instagram and the optics of their reach is better if they can just sort of dilute a certain number of high status celebrities into thinking that this is good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It is such a snaky little dance that they all have to do too, where it's like, come in, but you can't know this, but we need you as like a sort of face, but we also have to like kind of like lie to you it feels like a sitcom like the kind of acrobats that they have yeah. to go through. and then on the other end of that you do have people like ellen page just yes. kind of like calling some people out on on instagram and social media and her and chris pratt getting into a little yeah. war over it a couple of months ago that was so interesting as well because if you recall so ellen page basically calls out chris pratt and then the response so predictable from chris pratt's camp and from so many people that belong to churches like this that again are protected i don't think that he is an intolerant person or a bigoted person i don't think he believes his church is that way either because i think they are so protected from the truth but what they say is no my church welcomes and loves everyone that's not the question can a queer person serve in leadership yes or no can a queer person get married yes or no it's not about the welcome it's not about the love or how you interpret that love and i think that gets kind of lost totally you yeah. know it's and, about and the like, yes or no a celebrity maybe doesn't think to ask the questions like oh can you actually answer this factual piece of it they'll just take it at face value like we accept everyone queer people are totally welcome here we love them you know yeah. we understand that and, and that's so or, or there was kevin kevin experiences too or it's like turns into like i'd love to actually talk with you about that sometime like let's get coffee and so it ah, becomes this like closed so door like this is my husband by the way oh, hello. Sorry, <laughs> speaking of open doors <laughs> opening sorry. doors and closing up yeah but it turns into like this let's have a side conversation where i'll address it with you and then i never have to publicly we'll, declare our position that yeah. that Total, we just manage you, basically. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. that. And also, let's never get anything in writing. Mm-hmm. Let's meet for coffee in person so that this conversation is speculative if you talk about it anywhere else. Yeah, or like you get an answer that yeah. another person wouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing, too, is like with churches that are like maybe even don't know where they stand or something like that, like it's so much better to just say like we're actively figuring that out mm-hmm. right and, now and address it head on and address and just say that and like take the hit for it instead of being like, no, we're um yeah Yeah. come on in you know and i always feel like uh, i don't i don't know how to like steward privilege sometimes where i always feel like a jerk when i 
visit a friend of mine's church or ask them about their church because obviously one of my first questions is like well is it affirming like yeah and oftentimes they're like oh i don't know or like maybe or i don't think they are well i've seen some gay people in my church so maybe like yeah but then it's like i don't know i don't know what my responsibility is to be like well, this sounds like this sucks shit and you need to leave. I, I never I never know mm-hmm. the balance. And of course it depends on like relationship and the intimacy of that connection with that particular mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the time it's like, well, I sometimes I would just rather not engage with it selfishly. I'd rather not engage with it at all yeah. than like put them in a position where it's like, oh, it sounds like your church sucks. Yeah. yeah. Or just try to like do that thing to just patiently like, keep asking questions of like, have you found out? Does it bother you? Mm-hmm. What if you brought a friend? Does that, mm-hmm. Would that bother you? You know, like all those things too. Because mm-hmm. I can be flexy and pretty tolerant about like, oh, your church has this doctrine about whatever it is. Even like younger stuff, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like mm. if you think the earth is like 3,500 years, whatever, man. <laughs> like it's fine if you treat people well. But that's the stuff where it's like, it just feels like an inflexible breaking mm-hmm. point for yeah. me. Yeah. And I think I think it should be for all of us too. I, I hope that what's exciting is I feel like we're in this moment where more and more um, Christians that don't align with the theology that is excluding people are finding each other and are finding community. Because I think for a while it really felt like we were sort of alone little islands. Um, and that's what is so exciting about this podcast is just listening to you. It feels as though you're listening to friends and you feel less alone. Cause it's like, oh, thank goodness someone else was there with me, mm. you know, the whole time. And I think that what like Christianity is like this large sort of uh, entity in the United States that those like mega like present social media conglomerate Christianity branding type Mm -hmm. of a thing has done a really good job of is helping is making us feel isolated anyone who's sort of on the outside feel really isolated and not being able to find each other and they're so much bigger than we could ever speak power to and I'm just encouraged by spaces like this where it's like no 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 like we are we are here for each other and we are on the side of inclusivity and unconditional um love and that's that's right that's Mm -hmm. that's biblical you know that's what it is and so it's really encouraging that at least now we're in a moment where it's like i'm in a room with people where i don't have to explain like oh not all churches are affirming like we're getting the word out there and so hopefully i don't need to go on some celebrity who i loves instagram story and be like gosh darn it we're promoting this church again hello um my previous email email, as i've stated before it sounds like in your trajectory with this stuff too and and i know it was kind of uh, brief the way we went over it, but it doesn't sound like there was ever a particular moment or time where it's like, I, I'm sure you've had like faith struggles or doubt yeah. or whatever it is, but about even the kind of stigma or cultural import or weight that might be tied to even calling yourself a Christian or calling yourself a person mm-hmm. of faith. Have you gone through that at all? Because if it feels like, especially in the last four years and maybe in the last 10, it has become more of a political term that's problematic and maybe more, easily an easy way to turn people away from right. you or or to have people disengage from you to use it because even now when people say like are you a christian i'm like it's not important to me that you call me a christian or that i declare mm-hmm. i'm a christian here's the things i believe if that's what a christian is sure but it yeah. feels like a misnomer so like what's your relationship even to like the label of that well i, I think that's a great point because the label of a christian you're assigning so much harm basically 
um, behind just calling yourself a Christian and how that could trigger someone else's experience with a person of faith. It's definitely an eyebrow raiser, less so now because of the show. But I remember before the show happened, when people be like, wait, are, are you Christian? And my wife and I kind of had to come out to each other about being about being Christian <laughs> and wanting to find a church mm-hmm. um, and exploring our faith in a way that was authentic to us and our marriage because there there is such a stigma, especially and understandably within the queer community surrounding people of faith because mm, of the yeah. disproportionate levels of harm that they have had to endure in the name of the God that I pray to. It's mm-hmm. awful. So I am a Christian um, and I don't say that lightly. It's a faith that I've come to examine. It's honestly my relationship to Jesus has only gotten to a personal level that I would always hear about at Young Life. Um, When I started to really love and accept myself for the gay-ass lady I've always known myself to be, and a big part of that was like in my presentation. I've all, when you look at photos of me from when I was like zero to six, I looked like me now. Like, it's actually pretty funny. I look pretty much the same. (laughs) And then you can kind of clock in in a way that really is heartbreaking for me when societal images of like what a girl is and like how I should be presenting myself started it like clicking with me which is unfortunate because it wasn't really enforced at home it wasn't from my parents it wasn't from my brother it wasn't really from my friends it was just all around me were bombarded especially you know young girls were bombarded by these types of messages and so I would you know so I did the whole thing I I tried to be a certain way and I tried to subscribe to a certain way of life um, knowing that I was knowing who I was in my heart the whole time and it was only you know when I really sort of shunned all that stuff all that really worldly stuff um that i was able to access a personal faith and relationship to god which is how i can say that my faith is examined and it's very real and i will call myself a christian Mm -hmm. but it is not something that was like yeah duh you know and i I actually don't think i think that there's some joke do you know kevin garcia Mm -hmm. um so I think I think it's Kevin that's basically said most queer Christians have like a low key degree in theology because of all the sort of deconstruction that we've had to <laughs> yeah, go through. Yeah, yeah. That's what and it feels like. yeah. So I, I I've come to a point where I I I am a Christian and I'm proud of my faith, um, and it is very personal to me. But it has also been a a strange, unique sort of roller coaster that is deeply mindful, prayerful, and examined in a way mm-hmm. that I'm grateful for, but is not I think the experience of many cishet Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a position of privilege too, because mm-hmm. it's like I didn't have to like get in there and navigate all that stuff for even the idea of survival or mm. being able to like cling to something and, and be able to like prove it to myself in good conscience mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, this fully still works for me mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah, that's a fair point. That is a funny point about most people being like super learned <laughs> about yeah. that stuff. Because people will throw necessity. verses at you. You sort of get to a point that you're just like, wait, let me, what is it? Rate this? This yeah, <laughs> let me, who is this Paul? Who was he writing to? Like, I did, you never think of Paul as like, these are letters. Mm-hmm. Like, we're reading someone else's mail. Mm-hmm. And like, why was he writing these letters? They didn't know they were writing the Bible. There's just, there's just so much. Yeah. It's yeah. messy. There's so much. Veggie Tales did not make that clear. Veggie Tales did not. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, Grace. I actually have to draw the line. Whoa. There. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, um, I knew Veggie this Tales would happen is, tonight. 
perfect and mm-hmm. undeniable. Yes. I'm sorry. And, and my dad, truly. <laughs> Bob and Larry are my gay dads. <laughs> They're my gay dads. I, I love them very much. And you keep your hands off of them. <laughs> You're so right. Bob and Larry were gay. They yeah. Had a Icons. Bert and Ernie walked so Bob and Larry could run in terms of like I shipping. I really can't think of like Bob or Larry ever doing something like straight, you know, or You're, like going like. <sighs> Wow. Dating a lady vegetable. <laughs> no, I need to rewatch everything yeah. with this in mind. You're wow. absolutely correct. I don't know if they're together, but they they might at the very least yeah. be gay best friends. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think Bob. Bob. They definitely tolerates. go cruising together. Yeah, yeah. cruising. <laughs> yeah, they go pick chicks about. Um, I was going to go back to an old question. <gasps> this is Junior Asparagus singing. I can only imagine. This isn't canon. Turn it off. <laughs> Okay. Oh my! Wait, How did disgusting. you pull that up so fast? Oh, there might be a playlist right on the old desktop. <laughs> you just thought of it. <laughs> um. Uh. What was it? Oh, I was gonna go back a little bit and ask if you have like lost any queer friends in mm. being a Christian or in like acknowledging that openly, or do you feel like they kind of came around to understand what you meant by it? I didn't lose any friends. That's um. Cool. I think. I think part of that is just sort of in my openness for questions and my Christian faith doesn't negate someone else's Christian hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that I've never tried to justify harm that's been done to anybody at all. Um, And I I don't think I, I, I I never would. So in that it's just sort of like, I want to be part of a faith tradition that is um, affirming and healing and proactive and I think that a lot of my friends would recognize that that's part of the the, the change that I'm trying to be part of, um, knowing that we can only, you know, we're all doing our best. We're all trying to figure this out. This is so new. Like this type of a space is so new yeah, and, yeah. you know, reconciling so much of the hurt. So, yeah, I didn't really lose any friends on the queer side. On the Christian side, I think I posed some more. I think when I sort of was open about, yeah, you've known me to be gay, but did you also know that your girl's still praying? That mm-hmm. was actually a little bit more of a reaction, I think, on the Christian side of things. Because there is this assumption that it's like, you always see like, well, religious freedom, like just because I believe in religious freedom doesn't mean that, you know, I don't love gay people. I'm like, wait, why are you... you're by that sentence, you're excluding gay people right. from their the own religious freedom. Right, gay cannot be a Christian Exactly. As well. So I think yeah. challenging that, I actually saw more sort of pushback on the Christian side of things, mm-hmm. of just like, wait, this can't be yours too. And I'm like, yes, I have a wife and Hello. I'm in love and I'm also a member of my church's vestry. I'm the worst <laughs> member by far, <laughs> but... Proverbs 31-ing, I'm, I'm sorry. extremely <laughs> bad. Are you 31 and <laughs> Wait, isn't that what Madison had on her hand on The Bachelor? Oh, is that what it I, was? I think it was. <gasps> oh my god! Could be wrong. I saw it. it's some something from Proverbs. On her hand during yeah, their like yeah. awful conversation. Yeah, well, I don't think it's the wise man does this. Wow. <laughs> like it's oh, got to be a P thirty one. She's pulling from the mom. other thirty. Yeah. Wow, that's probably. I think so. That lines we up. We can look it up. Yeah. I think that's what's on her Instagram bio. Oh, oh good. Wait, P- you know what? P31-ing. Before I slander her like that, let me let me make sure. Oh boy! As long watching as a lot of that, with... watching the stuff she was saying was like, "Oh my god!" I'm I know. back at like it's a lot. Tenth grade, it's really hard. Well, it's also really interesting too because ABC, that is who is owned by Disney, were very sort of 
um, obtuse in how they represented that conversation. And I think Mm -hmm. that was intentional. But if you know any of the lingo, like we all do, then you know exactly what that conversation was about. She was asking to like be a spiritual leader, to like be committed yes. to Christ and to yes. like stay virginal and stuff. I'm sorry, she does have Proverbs 31 8 on <laughs> her profile. It. So. I knew it. That's yeah. probably what was on her hand. Who, that's her life first. Speak up for those who is. cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Not is bad. that Proverbs 31 8? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. everyone. Okay. Well, NIV translation. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> speak up for those who can't. Great. Yeah. Why not? Christian gals from the Midwest speak up. <laughs> as long as her bio also has wife, adventure, plain emoji, mother of Jesus two lover, baby boy, mother of two, and the emojis are white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love when they make sure they're white instead <laughs> of so just going for the default yellow. Yeah, we could just stick with yellow, folks. Nasty. Uh, not Wrong cool. Yeah, <laughs> not cool. Um, Nasty. Oh, what was I going to say? Uh, never mind. I forgot. It was more about The Bachelor. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. You, ju- you just want to talk whole, about this season. That's the thing. There's I figured more... you could, you guys could do a whole episode on just that. And in fact, we have. Oh, oh, yeah. Not, on that, oh, we not on that season. We did talk about Hannah B. and her conversation. Windmill Lady. great. We love that was her. weird. Yeah. But then she walked it back later. She did? Like after the show. Yeah. She's she was like, actually, yeah, like saving myself is really important to me. And I was like, what? No, well, I, well thought, I thought her Instagram like, bio. Uh, she was like, I, I slip up here and there. What? It was more like I I'm trying not slipping. to bone, oh, but like when I do, I know God still loves me or something. Like it's still wrong. Now, <laughs> as much as I have always looked to Bachelor <laughs> contestants to be consistent ideological thought leaders, <laughs> yes. in this one instance, you know she what? let I me down. I just needed one, and it's Hannah B. <laughs> yeah. I pinned a lot. She was to our Hannah champion. B. We we really did. I I I love <laughs> Hannah B. I didn't know that about her. She's delightful. Yeah, yeah hey. she really is. I don't know. Maybe she changed her mind again. I don't know. I'm not sure. We're all working through it. We're all we all it. we all deserve she's like 21 you know, I know. So she's like, like some time. she just could drink like six months <laughs> yeah. ago or whatever so it is. young mm-hmm. so young so weirdest it's weird to be at an age now where it's like 10 years younger than me is like still an adult who can do everything but it's also still young <laughs> like yeah. it's still very so young, young. Uh-huh. yeah they're like 23 year olds being like looking for my forever and i'm like are you Keep sure? looking. Yeah. <laughs> Take your time. Love is blind. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for sharing your story, Grace. Yeah, thank you, Grace. That was very sweet. So interesting. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on. Was that Stephen Curtis Chapman? Uh, It was Stephen Curtis Chapman. Do you know anything about Stephen that we should know about? Um, Not off the top of my head, but (laughs) would love any Stephen How's he doing? Oh, I think I know that I was on another. (laughs) I was like, why have I talked about Stephen Curtis Chapman recently? Because I was on another podcast where I... Oh, the Curtis cast. The Curtis cast. <laughs> oh my gosh, the don't Curtis steal that idea from right. me. They, they, they do every song by song of this SCC catalog. <laughs> um, no, I think I just like kind of roasted him and then I felt that. I was like, I'm sure he's a nice person, but then I was like, wait a second, he probably doesn't like gay people. It was just a whole, it was a whole mental mm. spiral about Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> hey, I got an update on Stephen Curtis Chapman. What? Well, it's my <laughs> turn now. Yes, it's my, my turn now. That was last week. Time to die (laughs) (laughs) he was huge guys Stephen Curtis Chapman and Michael W. Smith were Mm -hmm. like it they were the moment Mm -hmm. they were the moment they were icons and Billy Joel of their markets (laughs) I imagine like a drag queen doing Michael W. Smith (laughs) oh yes I know what you do could we ever do a good Christian fun crossover with drag queens like a live show of we reference a song and then a queen comes out and come on I mean Amy Grant and Amy Grant alone is not Mike Whole W. Smith is that anything (laughs) exactly (laughs) Stephen Squirtus Chapman uh we got we could you we have could, a talent for this jars of gay that's mm-hmm. something yes yes yeah, mm-hmm. i also think that you know given my conversation with the lead singer from jars of clay i pitched him i don't know if it real if he if it resonated but who knows i'm hopeful i was like so we can see jars of clay at a pride parade and he was like uh, i mean we're not really performing anymore oh. <laughs> we're not but it wasn't a no is the point yeah, it wasn't a, a no we might get him he we was might extremely get cool there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Flood that parade, dog. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, what was what was your like? You grew up Episcopal. Yeah. 
not necessarily evangelical. This all feels so tied to evangelical I know. stuff, well, the pop culture stuff. So how'd you experience it? So my dad was a concert promoter for the University of Delaware's like youth program before we moved to Belgium. So he got kind of um, jumped into that world. And I used to go to... Jump uh, five into that world. Yes, jump <laughs> five into that world. Um, and I used to go with him to like Christian Music Week um, every year in Nashville. And we would like meet all the artists. So like I've been in an elevator with Audio Adrenaline before and I remember freaking out I have a bunch of photos with Margaret Becker my dad and her were very close um she's she's a diva singer songwriter not really diva kind of the Reba of Christian music in some ways yeah is Reba the Christian a Christian music Uh, fair point point. (laughs) yeah she Um, is (laughs) but my I was babysat by Sixpence on the Richer um very cool yeah and she followed me recently on Instagram Instagram and commented on a photo of me and my wife and was like adorable. Wow. She and, fully rocks. Yeah. We yeah. talked to her one time. That you felt like did? a big one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, She's under really under the cool. Milky Twilight. We did. Oh my gosh, yeah. we lovely Nash <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in my house. I realized that she was probably my first crush <gasps> because I was terrified of her, and I remember that it was a problem because I would run away from her when she'd be like baby having to like look after me, <laughs> and my and she'd be like, "Why are you so afraid of me?" And I'm like, "Because you're so pretty." So beautiful. You know? like, yeah. you're, you're, and like your bandmates are fine, but like <laughs> not you. <laughs> she was like, "What is wrong with your daughter?" That's crazy. Yeah. Baby um, So it was be- through my dad's like music promotion that I got like involved, or not involved, but interested in Christian music. And then I think that for any any parent, it's like, oh, this music doesn't have swearing in it. Like, cool. I'll send that to my kid. And he would get so many CDs for free. And um, he would just kind of pass them along to me. And when I was really interested in like Slipknot and Corn, he's like, what about P.O.D.? And I... Oh, that's like a MSP. fine alternative, I guess. Mm, yeah. You the youth of the nation. <laughs> you are, no, you are. I, I am, I am. Um, <laughs> no, I was a really big P.O.D. fan. I was really big, but not in like the way that I think that they wanted because I wanted to go hard. <laughs> like I wanted metal, right? Mm-hmm. And so I carved P.O.D. into my leg. <laughs> and they were like, this is not what this band is supposed Wait, to make did- you do. <laughs> this is a Christian band. And I was like, P.O.D. And right. I filled it with like Have a- you heard That's it, P.O.D. Barlow girl for you. Barlow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> This isn't metal, though, right? No, this is like the all. It was new metal. Oh, yeah, okay. it's new metal. It's like part of the, Limp you know, like 311, Limp Bizkit, yeah. all that stuff. This album, Satellite, came out on 9/11, September 11, 2001. Yeah. Oh no! 9/11, unfortunately. Just like Mariah Carey's album. Yes, was and it a Bob Dylan's album. Yeah. Yes, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, you, those um, albums drop on a Tuesday or yeah. something, right? Music yeah. used to come out on Tuesday until a couple years ago. Now mm-hmm. it's all Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, yeah. So then how did, how did Audio Adrenaline get into the mix? I think Audio Adrenaline was one of those bands that were very cool early on because of some kind of zombie they sort of because because christian music now you it's all sort of like adjacent to worship music for the most part it has to be but initially it devolved not devolved that's kind of rude it <laughs> evolved <Regressed>. <laughs> <laughs> well it began in the 1970s with jesus rock um mm-hmm. and larry norman i think was his name yeah baby yeah and so it started with like this very sort of crass like perspective and like on religion a little bit raw um and very uh, just 
just cool because it, it didn't really know what it was yet. So it was this really sort of um, kind of grungy genre. And Audio Adrenaline, I think, was closer to that in their earlier work. And so for someone like my dad or for it, it, it just it was just cooler than like a like than a Stephen Curtis Chapman that was a bit too mm. heavy handed on the like towards worship music audio adrenaline was still sort of in that like newsboys like uh, they don't serve breakfast in hell type of thing and so that's how i think i and i like dc talk i like jesus freak and so i think if you like jesus freak then you may also like audio adrenaline and so that's how i kind of got into it but i would say listening back to audio adrenaline for this episode they Wow. Only grew in your estimation. <laughs> wow. Well, Caroline, you may remember, like, we've listened to Big House, of course. Yeah. A youth group anthem for the ages, yes. much like a kumbaya. Yes. Uh, for <laughs> 90s kids. But also, we, we did listen to a song two years ago called My God. Oh. Do you remember this at all? You may. This is from their first album from 1992. Yeah. Is this, this Bloom? Is, is this off their No, album? this is from their self Bloom was their, like, third album. Oh, so wow. this is way back. This is a deep cut. And listen to the songwriting here. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. This was their aesthetic. They were This is the thing that I found myself wondering as I was listening just to this album I was yeah. like I don't know what their style is like what is their thing it's a hard thing to land on there's like a certain sort of western or like southern component that's reminiscent of like a kings of leon uh, element oh, yeah. but but yeah. but it's also very tied to the sort of a structure of a reliant k pop punk type vibe yeah but then there's also a lot of reference to a DC talk as well. So it's like within the DC talk genre, but they want the radio catchability of a Reliant K. But I think that naturally they're from a Southern rock. Like Mark Stewart's voice reminds me and some of the guitar choices remind me of like a Kings of Leon. Oh, that was a really thorough answer. Thank I appreciate you. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, very who much knows hmm. the answer? And Grace is like, actually, it's right <laughs> in the middle of these three triads. Mark like, Stewart's kind of a great. bummer though, because he was the lead singer until he wore his voice out yeah so bad singing houseplant <laughs> we all heard it coming he I put mean, in for the work. A good cause <laughs> yeah he had the range listen you could tell that was, he was anyone like, it out. shocked i mean it's very sad but i don't think that anyone listen mark stewart has an incredible voice it's one of the it's a, i like it it's a rare voice it's you know you listen to a audio adrenaline song you know mark stewart's mm-hmm. voice it's very unique and rare and it's how kind of butt rock that would dominate the <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would dominate a lot of CCM later. But yeah, yes. no, it definitely felt like strain was the point. And if you're not putting in preventative na- measures, so in 2007 he leaves the band and is replaced by Kevin Max. Kevin Kerry Max. Kevin Kerry comes, and then he left after like one album, and then got replaced by another guy. And now it's like it does function like a the temptation situation. Yeah, where it's like if you go see Audio Adrenaline. I think the like basis is the same. No, no, no. Yeah. There's yeah. all, it's all 
like old or new members. Okay. So an interesting thing that I learned from doing our episode as well is that many bands, but I think especially Christian music bands sort of operate like franchises where they have this <laughs> name recognition, especially within their key def- demographics, like the newsboys. You mm-hmm. look at that lineup and how it's changed so much over time. There are more ex-members than there are current members and that rotation doesn't really matter to a lay listener they just know it's a newsboys song they want to go to a newsboys concert like they know brand. what that well, brand is yeah, not dead, and, uh, i'm happy yeah and so i think audio adrenaline is the exact same thing i think someone recognized this brand has value in the christian music market it has recognition people will pay for this so let's just get that name up and running it's again so because the your key demographic of 35 to 55 year old women and mothers um, are not paying attention to the lineup change they're just going to see that on a flyer and they're going to be like oh that's cool for my kid to go or that's cool we can go together it's an audio adrenaline show yeah, and it's yeah. those songs rather than i'll keep hearing those the adrenaline. New album. yeah is there like a similar situation in secular music yeah, I mean, besides yeah like the, the old the old like soul recently now? or like journey even like yeah. a lot of those 80s bands where it's like oh, okay whatever freaking uh yeah not not Lisa, guns and roses guns and roses is <laughs> yeah. totally similar it's just like a cover band at that point yes. you know yeah yes mm. stones is. is kind of it's same. almost like a scam <laughs> <laughs> but it's or it's like that philosophical question of like if you take a ship apart board by board you know and replace yeah. it is it still the same ship or not like at what tipping point right is it not the band anymore that's it. Yeah, no that's, that's totally that's it. why i respect bruce springsteen these street band had all the original members Amazing. until they all started dying one by one yeah. starting with danny in 2008 clarence in 2011 who knows who's next in but 2020 i think it might be coming for all no no <laughs> i'm sorry I got the corona. <laughs> he has been shaking Two, too three, many hands. He kept going on Broadway even though it's closed. I mean, he's friends with Tom Hanks. He's truly him they and are. Tom and Rita are buds with Bruce and Patty. Oh so God. maybe if they're in Australia right it's now. Scary. Thoughts and prayers. Australia. Hopefully this all be this will be funnier when you listen Thoughts to this. I don't prayers. know. <laughs> um, but this yeah, is so the, it is the brand now. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this at this album it was still the real band. The <laughs> yeah, real deal. The yeah, well, band. Okay. So much the real deal that on the top of the album they it has have all the, their names. It has the last names of the band members. They were like, "We're in this forever, boys." Mm-hmm. And it's like Perkum, Sissel, yeah. Herdman, oh, McGinnis, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Stewart. Yeah. So weird. Don't Shout you know that um, Mark Stewart, lead singer of Audio Adrenaline, was married, married to, to Toby McKean's sister. sister. <gasps> wow. Which no, makes the whole divorced now. But the Kevin Max thing, it makes so it so like incestuous all in They're the all connected. Because then Michael Tate replaces the Newsboys front man. Like yeah. it's all. It's so weird because for them, it must feel on some level like that world is dead now. But still, they're getting to like kind of work with it, you know. Well, I, like I'm curious for them how much like their career is pure nostalgia now versus like right. an active creative endeavor that they're doing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like how many people stuck around, mm-hmm. um, and how many new fans are we you did. bringing in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're here too. Yeah, because uh, yeah, unless they all. Well, Michael W. Smith like transitioned to worship music and stuff like that too. Oh yeah, that, that, my yeah. <laughs> that turn nice that is alone. That's a really good impression. Crucified, laid beyond the stone. It's like a young Bob Dylan. Um, <laughs> Very yeah. young man. That song though, 
uh, my place in this world. I mean, undeniable. So I like good. those so songs. Good. I like those my songs. My dad would always be like, he was voted one of people's most beautiful people. And I was just like, that. if that's the litmus Strange. test for like crossover Christian <laughs> impact. Caroline, like, in his peak, you would have smashed. Like, well, you would say would smash. Yeah, I'm like Ian me. No, he's, like, he's pretty cute. I see it. Yeah. He's pretty cute. He's cute. He's still cute, too. <laughs> He's a good. He's a good. He's got the weird teeth, you know. But he's like, wait, wait. Oh, he has the weird like Just pastor teeth. Very bright. white. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. very white. I mean, all veneers now. I mean, oh. with him, unlike Michael Tate, we don't have a boner killing photo of him hugging President Trump and praying <laughs> for him. So or I mean, Bart wait. Millard hanging out with Vice President Bart Millard. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't Come seen. Oh yeah, That's no, he's sweet no, face. he looks cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got sure. those baby blues. He seems nice. Old blue eyes as we call them now yeah. wait now, uh, caroline's now showing us a picture it's michael w smith george w bush and ellen at a football game together <laughs> no hanging shaking out. hands no. i mean oh probably though <laughs> sure. right they're miming a fake wait bomb? there's a there's a photo of michael tate and donald trump oh yeah michael tate laying hands on the president and praying yeah, for him. like recently yeah when they went to the white house for whatever get, music let, bill or yeah just so you don't for sleep tonight either bill? i'd like to show that no to we you. were yeah, we had a fun meme time on the internet with that. Michael Tate and Donald Trump. Oh, it's small here. Now, Michael Tate, I think he does live in Nashville, but technically his residence is in the sunken place. Oh. I don't know what this man is doing. Yeah, here we go. Ooh, uh, look at all the spiritual oh, wow. evangelical leaders surrounding him. I did not know that. So, uh, I don't know, yeah, technically what you would call Here's pictures His of him singing solo the work um, with Tate, the Tate. band, was yeah. very good. Just one album they oh, put yeah. out. I enjoyed. And that's sort, that was that like that nice same voice. sort of, oh yeah, incredible. He's mm-hmm. so talented. It's that same sort of audio I adrenaline mean. genre of like rock, I guess. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's not like, really going whatever hard. Whatever rock means to you. Uh-huh. Is this Tate? I'm, yeah, his voice freaking rocks. Oh, you know this song. Album cover. It's so cool. Shit. It was cool. <laughs> At the time, they, they, that had that song. Like, if I change the whole world. Oh, this is out. Al- is this Alabama? No, 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 no. Wait, wait. What can I do? I think I put this on a on a mixtape for a crush to a girl. Yeah, I did. Wait, the words I wanted to say. Right, the words I want to say. Right, is that what the song is? It's called Lost for Words. Yes. Cause what I wanted to say Yeah, this song I 100% sent to a lesbian girl And I'm sure that that's what Michael Tate would have wanted (laughs) I definitely sent this song on a mixtape of just like Give me another chance (laughs) I'm sure he wouldn't have anything to say about that But I didn't have a clue He would look at you with a distance longingly at the Mm. life he could have uh, but this album is Underdog. Yes. From Audio Adrenaline. Came out in 1999. And you were listing a bunch of different musical yes. influences and cross sections, which I fully see. And then when I listened to it, I could also hear. Well, that's Radiohead right there. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. What do you think I'm about to say? Every morning. Uh, well, to me, a lot of this reads a smash mouth. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's also all over the map. Like the DC 10 song on here, mm-hmm. which is like, do you know where you gotta go? Yeah, like, straight up a Scott. Which song. is a redo. 
DC oh, 10. That's what I thought. It was a song on their first album done in a much different. But you have to remember in 1999, it was the Zoot Suit Ryan, the yeah. Cherry Pop and Daddies, and Swingers Super was Tones, big. Five yeah. Iron Frenzy. So like new swing was in, but the original uh, DC 10 sounds a little something like this. They were pretty. So much better. <laughs> I didn't know that Audio Adrenaline ever went this hard. But they did. I'm into it. They didn't have to, but they did. <laughs> yeah, this Wait, was, this is Audio Adrenaline? This, yeah, this is DC 10. And then they re- redid it? Yeah, in a swing style for <laughs> like the new a album. Soda hop? By the way, this. Yeah, because that was the trend back then. Yeah, yeah. everyone loved wearing yeah. like bowler shirts and looking like John Favreau oh, and swingers. They really loved bowler. Isn't that funny? Shirts. They also, by the way, before we move back to the album, they had a song on the Audio Adrenaline album called PDA, and it was about how we need to treat God with a public display of affection. <laughs> <laughs> and it is quite adorable. Oh, Let's see if we can get that's to a chorus. Precious public displays yeah, of affection out with for us. the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the other day. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, guys? Except for PDA, it stands for private displays of affection. <laughs> Not in front of my mommy. <laughs> um, well, wait, go, speaking of duplications, uh, Jesus Movement sounded a lot like every morning to me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, no, the, it's like, Sugar guitar guitar There's Jesus. one. There's one. Uh, yeah, it's on the guys, Sugar Jesus Mo- Movement is bad. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot My alt title for this was Goes on mission trip once Thank you I was going to say hands and feet Is the short term missions trip This whole whole album is basically like Guys, (laughs) did you know that there's hurt Outside of the US I'm going to someday try to do something about it (laughs) Every moment A halo hanging on the corner Of my girlfriend's four post bed Wow, it's uncanny Mm Mm-hmm uh, there was I also go, Yeah, there's a lot of mission stuff on this But actually, Underdog, the title track If we're talking about mashups We'll, we'll have to wait for the course What did this sound like to you? This also feels smash-mouthy Very smash-mouthy This is the sort of song that I used to try and like Kind of trick my friends on a mixtape wasn't Christian. Like you know, when you'd be oh, passing yeah. around CDs, and I'd be like, "This one, like, it's not necessarily about." But then they really mess it up for me because I forgot midway through the song they have like a monologue where it's just yeah. like Jesus Christ is the ultimate underdog, and I'm like, "Oh, you blow it, you blow it." This will never go on our run out song for basketball. <laughs> It's, yeah. a, it's a cross-section of I'm a piece of shit, which uh, is a genre that dominates a lot of CCM, but also kind of a persecution anthem where it's like, I'm an underdog, or I'm a little, there's a little bit of persecution flavor, but also yeah. like, I'm small, so he's great. Yeah. <laughs> but what but what this reminded me, too, is uh, uh, for all those gyms looking for their pants, it did remind me. Oh my god! 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 Oh Oh my god! Oh my god! Falls in your court. I love I love good Christian just, fun asking the important questions. Gotta know. Again, in this climate, we need to how know. everything's <laughs> crossed. But no, it's really interesting when you listen to this album because 
it is it is really all over the place. I mean, ending with the houseplant song, we haven't even gotten there yet. Oh wow, wow, gosh. wow. Yeah. But it really, but I, it is like they want like mission trip fun mission trip like hands yeah. and feet, and then like the Jesus movement, and then. I think that like songs like DC 10 sound like the sort of song that you would after the day of mission tripping, mm-hmm. you would like, where are you going to go? Like that sort of thing. Like yeah, heaven yeah, or yeah. hell <laughs> down the hole. Like these are the sort of songs that you'd like sing. Then you're not really thinking when you're a kid. And then when you get older, you're like, that was really oh messed up. Why yeah, was I DC 10? They're like talking about all what if the you died tragic today? ways. They're like hit by a bus, drop from a plane. <laughs> uh, your mom died. Just like all yeah. this kind of horrific <laughs> stuff. Like get sick. When an airplane crashes into a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, let's hear a little bit of DC too. And it's a fun song about going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's about you're gonna go to hell. But it's fun. Did you like the cover on this? On this album? Weird. I thought this very was strange, weird. right? Very strange. I mean, wait, is this it as well? No, this is uh Let My Love Open the Door, um, from child pornographer Pete yeah. Thompson. <laughs> Oh, from the who yeah and he was caught with like yes. a bunch of child pornography on his yeah Ew. oh i heard the song oh i this, oh, this yeah is, i think i just probably assume oh i know this song this is a bit shady but i remember when i listened to underdog the first time knowing that this was a cover because i was like this song is kind of too good to me <laughs> to be there like i was like the song sounds like it would be on like a rom-com like with kate hudson like yes. for her like getting her back going to work all that stuff and i was like that's not audio adrenaline i love you audio adrenaline but you didn't write this one <laughs> is far yeah, too i like good. this song a lot uh get down was kind of like a sort of sequel to big house get down like, was to me like oh this is the big hit from this album yes, right like yes. this is the one that everyone knew yeah this, this was the one that was on wow this yeah. and hands and feet were the two that got a lot of radio play well their I organization think. is called hands and feet right didn't mm-hmm. they start a charity called hands oh, and feet yes. yeah and uh i was looking at like celebrity endorsements on the website and Quentin Tarantino said he loves half of this organization, <laughs> but not the other half. I was going to bring that up, especially when the song goes just feet, feet, feet. <laughs> well, it sounds like maybe we should just listen to that Grace now. Down. Now, <laughs> it's just looking into Quentin Tarantino's mind. Feet, feet, feet. I really, I really want to. Why isn't there an edit of that out there on the internet right now? I want to be a feet. I want to be a feet. It's like the second half of the song. Um, oh, this is across my TV screen. Yeah, it's so affected. Another broken heart. Let me see if I can find something on, on the internet. I saw the pain. Who's watching last? <laughs> I want to. I'm willing Songs like this really kind of piss me off because I know that they are Why? just about mission. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> just like, let me go see the brown hands. person. I want to be your feet. 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 Now, if you're asking me right now if I did make a mission trip video in the year 2003, oh, no. set to this song. <laughs> you did. Of did it. course I did. What else would I put it to? What was the one you did for the baseball video? Oh, the theme to the American president? The, <laughs> the Michael right. Douglas movie? Well, there was that. Wait, was there another one you think? I don't know. Of? I feel like there was a big one where you used some The Kill song. Bill song? I didn't use any Christian music for the baseball video. Oh, okay. 
But man, I love making those missions. Oh my gosh. I've always been like this is what I've learned. (laughs) It's like where I'm just like, hey. Just like putting a camera Uh in your face. It's been 18 years burning down the road. Beautiful. But yeah, this of course was such a theme song for all these like missions back at the... I don't know what the height of popularity of missions was in the last 30 years. I, I think they're still there. I think they're still there, but yeah. what was the height of popularity? The height of, I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to get a missionary I just think, on. I think that I, I do hope we're at like a different level of sort of like consciousness about like, you know, that you can help people also in your own community mm-hmm. now whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And I also think that like the selective help because as a member of like the queer community, I think of like how homelessness disproportionately affects LGBTQ youth. And I'm like, where are the hands and feet mm-hmm. for hands, them? Feet, feet, like, feet, feet. And I know that you could always be like, well, what about these? What about that? Like, it's there's so much hurt in the world. So I don't want to be like, what about that? But it's just sort of like very mission projects is a whole thing. I'm sure you, y'all have talked about it. But I think oh, yeah. specifically, I'm like, it's very choosy who, who mm-hmm. gets the hands and mm-hmm. feet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, we've talked about too, like it's often children because children haven't done anything that you morally disagree with yet, you know, or something. Or you <laughs> yes. can't like blame them for getting on the yes. streets, you know, because of their drug habit or whatever that they did. And mm-hmm. yeah, getting on the streets. Um, I feel like I, I have a few friends that are still involved with like Campus Crusade and I'll see their updates every once in a while, you know. Yeah. And I, I think they are a little more culturally sensitive and they have like more training like, hey, don't take pictures with kids without their permission and like don't oh do that gosh. kind of bullshit. And that's it. I feel like they're still doing a lot of oh, yeah. trips, of course, but like they have a whole branch just for like the Latino community mm-hmm. and the international community or whatever. And those are the only two communities. So that's, that's, it. that's actually where hurt. It, that's where hurt begins and ends. So it's <laughs> yeah, so good. they're done. We're so um, thankful that they yeah. solved it. That's why. Yeah, we but live they're in like. Such try, a happy I think place. like there's a little more awareness of this is not the, being like a white person. The video I made for my church people. back in 2004 of our mission trip. This is scary. Is that a puppet? <laughs> a puppet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did no, stop you pointing at me and saying a puppet. It wasn't my like puppet. from the shadow. And you see, wait, so you set this to the th- to the theme from the American president? Uh, no, this Hands is actually feet. to our theme song. Right. Wait, was this when you guys did um, air band or um, human? Human videos? human videos? Yeah, we did a few of those. And then we like... Well, I have not watched this video in like 10 years. Where truly. was this trip? This was oh, in Tucson, Arizona. And then oh uh, this was in uh, Mexico. We would cross into the border and uh, do VBS for them. That guy's just shredding on the base. But yeah, yeah. It was so just cool. shredding. And there's just this like group, a cool shot tell. that I did. Really? Yeah. Okay. We made a turn like the a, corner on the, the, the very sweet older man in the sunglasses did look like a cult leader from a movie, but... <laughs> And he was, and okay. we joined. <laughs> and, <rocked>. and we <laughs> And it was awesome. Uh, yeah, oh, we do have a cover of It As Well with the aforementioned... Jennifer Knapp. Jennifer taking yeah. a nap. So this I... This didn't really do it for me. No, I thought this cover was... Strange. Not well. And sleepy. Yeah, sleepy. I also wonder, I looked up Mark Stewart gay, Mark Stewart LGBT, because I wanted to know, like, Mark who's, Stewart feet. Mark Stewart feet. <laughs> I looked it up. I looked it all Wait. up, because I was like, what happened? who sort of like came out in support of Jennifer Knapp like you know when when things or or since then who has like come to her side Mm. and been like I'm her friend and ally and I support her and affirm her you know who has who I think Mac Pal. That's what I saw. I saw on his Instagram. They're like chilling. Yeah. So he's at least not scared to be seen with her whether he's fully affirming I don't know but like 
Oh, I don't know. I know. Maybe but I was I was looking up Mark Stewart and you know what? The results for Mark Stewart gay, Mark Stewart LGBT, not not nothing came up. So. Oh man. So it's not, it's not like, "Oh, I did this solo with you and I remained your friend." <laughs> no, and stood by. Nothing. But mm-hmm. who knows? He could listen to this and clarify. I would love. Hey, we would maybe, love. Or maybe he'll listen to this and be like, "I was wrong." Or whatever he sounds like now. <laughs> I was wrong. I'll well, be now he won't now. because we don't, yeah. Why? He made fun of his voice. <laughs> no, I'm not really sound like that. Dead impression. Ass. <laughs> it's a spot. What if that's a spot on impression? He's like, I was going to say I'm something. Not sorry. But I'm hurt. Hey, Quentin, what are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a hand fetish as much as there's a foot fetish. No, there's everyone like, who doesn't there's like hands? Gotta be. Wait, yeah. I like, hey, who doesn't love holding a hand or yep. kissing someone's hand? Wow. But feet. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that strange? <laughs> no, I think that's No, fine. it's normal. But it like it still can be a fetish. Like, oh, I like arms, you know, but it's not right. like let me see those <laughs> arms. <laughs> let me Walk see those arms. arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that like well, now I'm speculating, but I think that like feet most often are covered for the in yeah, most of and that's the day. Why yeah, it's exciting. There's like it's a level sweaty. of excitement. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, because it is covered, it feels like a forbidden object. Yeah, it's a it's a. That's why I want, I'm trying to get these piggies. The forbidden out foot. <laughs> Kevin's it's truly the most forbidden foot. These piggies have been <laughs> quarantined for a long your time. White whale is <laughs> just get Kevin's feet. <laughs> Actually, I'll go on record. For a while. <laughs> I'll go on record on the Good Christian Fun podcast. The only way Caroline Ailey sees my feet is if I get cast in Quentin Tarantino's final film, and he does film me barefoot. And it's a beach movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like offering to suck Brad Pitt's D or whatever. Do you wear, I'm doing in that. Uh, sh- uh, socks and shoes to the beach now? Yeah. No, you have sandals for the beach. Surely, when you're on I the don't, sand, I don't own a pair of sandals. I'll probably uh, get one for the sand. I'll, I'll wear like Converse or something. What? And then like no show socks. No. But then you take those off to go walk in the sand, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's no, go. Do, let's go to the beach this summer. No, yeah. No. no. <laughs> Already let's hit the waves. No, I need to quarantine. I can't go <laughs> to the beach with you. <laughs> what are you hiding? People are gonna. <laughs> there's nothing to hide. Mm. And certainly, certain. Yeah. What's wrong? Certain select people in my life have. Seen or are they so gorgeous? <laughs> you don't want to Do you have amazing us? feet? It is like the the briefcase <laughs> in Pulp Fiction where you open it. It's just like glowing at you. <laughs> it's like whoa. I'm so Better jealous. I'm really insecure now. I not to like try and steal your shine, but Please. I I have great feet. Hey, it's true. Do you moisture? Like what? Do you have no like, care? It's, what, it's truly you, genetic. My mom has great feet, feet and I have the exact same feet as her. That's nice. My dad like, has awful feet. You don't have a weird feet. toe. Or Nothing something. weird. Yeah. they're all like in line. Are you I have both a nice little arch me right now. Amazing. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, if your great. feet are better than mine, prove it. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, <laughs> interesting gauntlet to throw down. Yeah. Grace. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I. Maybe later. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what other songs did we want to talk about? This uh, we got. This day we got. It's over, for. which is the bargain bin closing time. It's over was like, hi, we are also reliant. K, what? Like yeah. we're like we're also fun. This yeah. day is Switchfoot, and then I know this one is. to take me home. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know when closing time came out, but before nineteen ninety. Yes, before. But I thought this was like a little fun, whimsical way of ending the show. Sure. Yeah, this is a great concert closer. <laughs> is it? I mean, fun, you yeah. know, for everyone that knew it. And then one of the things is like, say goodnight to all the friends who rocked with you, rocked along beside you, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that your body count. <laughs> yeah. 
man. Which Kevin, you're a friend that I rock next oh, to. Dude, no, <laughs> not in my rock and roll. Oh, it's rock and rolled beside oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, rock we're rock and roll. Sure. That's wholesome. <laughs> it's over. To me, this sounds like a puppet show song. Like, can't you imagine? Like, we hope you enjoyed the show. Actually, Grace, I can imagine. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's over. My yeah. eyes just glaze over and I check out the rest <laughs> of the podcast. Wowie zowie. He's really doing it. Wait, how would you describe my relationship to puppets? <gasps> Close. <laughs> Do you love puppets? Caroline made me a puppet of myself for my birthday this past year, which was a Do you have other puppets? Gift. Uh yeah. <laughs> It's not uh, like it's not like you're like a big puppet performer. No, but I feel like it's just for me in the culture, puppets mean a lot to you, yes. and also seem to embody things for you. Yes. Well, I think it's strange if you don't like the Muppets. Like yes. if you don't like them, you don't have to love them. But like, you are you so numb to the charms of Gonzo? <laughs> I used Fozzie to um, make a make Facebooks for my puppets. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Wait. It's extremely cool. Hey, I um, love puppets. Question. Did you have a, like a collection? And... Mm, I did have a few. Okay. <laughs> I did. And they didn't all get Facebooks. Uh, before, did they but, get friends um, on Facebook? You know what? A few of my friends oh, did cool. like, did fall, did, and then they would request to unfollow them. Like, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, listen, I friended your puppet. Can you? We're, we're done here. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think <laughs> all the accounts are deleted, follow? but there was like Jean-Pierre, who's like this chef puppet that mm. I had. And oh, I had like awesome. his little arm and everything. They're and really fun to do. I really loved puppets. I was, <laughs> it was a year in my life when I was at home and mandated therapy, given certain things that were not going my way. And I really found a lot of comfort Yay. in puppetry. So cool. I really liked puppets. <laughs> That's so sweet. And I, when I moved out to LA, I just didn't have enough room to bring them at the Aww. time but i my mom will ask me it's she's like, the like end of toy story 3 it's sad yeah they are probably like when she's gonna they're in a box you're like whoa she'll come back for <laughs> yeah, that makes me so sad. no she won't <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's so flesh she cannot be she doesn't even log on facebook anymore <laughs> No, you can't. This is making me so sad. Oh, By the way, I saw sad. something on Facebook. Did you hear that Trump is God? <laughs> <laughs> the vaccinations have deadly poison in them. Chemtrails are killing us all. Oh, no. uh, puppets need to get off Facebook. That's very sweet. <laughs> that's I very know. cool. The puppets like are puppets. getting radicalized by Facebook. <laughs> all right, members. <laughs> well, you know, if you want, if you ever wanted another like little puppet, they're pretty cheap now. You yeah. Get Amazon.com one. Not or, Gerbert. Yeah, Gerbert. Gerbert is Wait, a high Gerbert? dollar item. What's that? Oh my gosh. Gerbert's a Christian puppet who's like a little orange man. I was once <laughs> like you. Didn't know what Gerbert was. <laughs> I was happy. I led a life. Gerbert? Yeah, yeah. Gerbert. <laughs> what, yeah, we, Gerbert. Yeah, are we speaking nonsense <laughs> gobbledygook right now? <laughs> I was once like you. <laughs> I, I didn't know Gerbert. Gerbert is a Christian puppet show. Gerbert is the hi, star hi, of the show. Hey, uh, hi. Oh, I know Gerbert. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I put a few things up in your room that I'd like Gerber. you to wear when you I'm ride. I'm glad we're the ones. All right, we're not the my ones that scooter's ruined your ready for some serious scooting. <laughs> Wait, I'm obsessed. <laughs> Me when I'm at a semi. <laughs> all I. <laughs> what? <laughs> my scooter's ready for some scooting. I scoot, I scoot. don't know how I know that Gerbert, but I know I know oh, Gerbert. I don't know what video. Okay, great. Well, he yeah. is the culture. He That's what I mean. Away. As soon as I walked in, I told Kevin I was like, "There's always something that like 
I, I like it jogs a memory that you didn't know you had, mm-hmm. and that is Gerbert. <laughs> that is Gerbert. I don't know how I know Gerbert, there. but I know Gerbert, and I don't know what, what video it is and what influence he's had on my subconscious. Apparently, he was pretty pervasive on some level. <laughs> what the? Hey, that's all my protective gear. Helmets are really good things, but this one's kind of uncomfortable. I've got an idea. Instead of wearing this helmet, I'll just be extra careful when I ride. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I think there's a fan edit called Gerbert Wants to Die. One hand, baby. Backwards with no hands. Oh my! Seeing all these positions. One hand on the scooter. Safety stuff is no fun at all. Me. Safety stuff is no fun at all. That's why, mommy, I got daddies, mommies, and daddies. Mommies and daddies. If you think I'm not going home immediately after this, exposing my wife to Gerbert and watching Gerbert videos all night. Look before you leave. Forgive and forget. It may be my favorite, which I don't know if it exists, but it was a VHS cover where he's just saying, like, wrongfully accused. <laughs> and he's, he's, got a, court. he's got a speech bubble that says, but I really did do it. It's like, shit, is Gerber, Gerber getting me too? This is untenable. Too? Yeah, you need to own Oh a- my God. Gerber, <laughs> get on the notes app. Screenshot oh that apology, my Gerber man. learns how to make a proper apology. <laughs> oh my God. Wrongfully accused. <laughs> Did you watch Gerbert? Like you saw it? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. We had the VHS. You kind of didn't know about Gerbert, Gerbert until Reed. What the hell? No. <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, no, boy. I didn't. No. Okay. You yeah. didn't know Gerbert until uh, recently. Uh, the only like Christian media I had was Veggie Tales. Really growing. Okay. Up. I, like as a kid. And okay. I mean, which sucks. And what? <laughs> out of Eden. Hey, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. Like was a band. It was like out a of girl band. I know out of Eden. You know it. It was yeah. Bobo Destiny's Child, and we did him on an episode last year. So, this whole show was Bobo whatever. Adam no, <laughs> DC Talk was very original. I don't know. They're fine. I they were like the first Christian band I ever saw in concert. I think even. the only one yet, and they okay. were amazing to mm. me at the time. Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Okay. Well, I think it's time to rate the album at hand. Okay. Enough about Gerbert. Let's <laughs> talk about that underdog. So the way this works, we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, or we send it to purgatory. Thumbs up, we give it a holy toast, okay. and we send Mark Stewart. And his nodule riddled <laughs> vocal cords all the way to heaven. <laughs> Where Michael Tate's oh waiting gosh. for him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seeing that, holy roast, we send them down. Oh. Which is what DC 10 is about. Is like, do you know where you're going to go? Yeah. I sure don't. Or we send him to purgatory <laughs> if it's not sure one or the don't. other. The space Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> we start with Caroline. Yeah, think ahead. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a space between, actually. I feel like there was nothing outright awful about this album, you know, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like great. And again, I really couldn't put my finger on like, what are they supposed <laughs> to be? And maybe I just need to accept that, you know, like what does it say about me that I need to confine them to some kind of genre so that yeah, I what's feel wrong comfortable, with you? you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These boys are having fun. Maybe I should just let them, but uh, yeah, space between. All right. Space between from Caroline. We turn it to Grace. I feel as though this album is really all over the place. There are some hits that were staples in Christian culture, and then there are some truly bizarro moments and turns. I don't want to send it to hell, only because I think that the song DC-10 would want that too much. So, Do you know? Do you know? Do you know where you will go? 
I've got to send him. I've got to say. I've got to agree and send him to purgatory. Just, just kind of some floating around there somewhere in the middle. Okay, hopefully learning. Yeah. So Caroline went. Grace went. Well, it's my turn now. I will also send it to Purgatory because I remember liking Hands and Feet a lot. It was Mm -hmm. a soundtrack for a video I made. Mm -hmm. So I have to have some sort of measure of affection for it. And I like his voice. Uh, Too bad he didn't take care of it. Sorry to Mark. Uh, Mark. Maybe he's better now. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this Mark. (laughs) Sorry to this man. I don't know this man. Uh, And that's all I have to say about that. But you can vote a roaster toast at Christian Fun Pod. Get out there and... Oh, this one's sad this week. Pokemon, go to the polls. Ballers. Pour one out. <laughs> oh man. For uh, old Elizabeth Warren. We have to. We have to put Biden in there now. <laughs> Saying like, <laughs> um, where's my mom? <laughs> <laughs> yelling, yelling at another union worker. <laughs> my legs yeah. have blonde hair on. Like truly, mm, great. Uh, yeah, yelling at you. What if that's the drop? For literally him, yelling, telling him you're full of shit yeah. is our drop. But you know what? At least Elizabeth Warren got to dance on SNL, and happy Hillary on Hulu week to us all. Hillary. Right. Yeah, Hil- uh, Caroline really wants Hulury to, <laughs> to, to start trending, uh-huh. and I understand that. Uh, but now we're dimming the lights, we're lighting the candles. Mark Stewart is not going to scream at us anymore in here. He can't do that. He can't. Well, he really can't do that now. <laughs> sorry, Mark. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Very sad. I've had Roasting vocal troubles sweet, of my sweet own. Mark I know. Stewart. No, no, no. You he have? deserves love. Oh, yeah. Oh my I told you that. Eight years ago, I went on vocal rest for three days. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, Caroline just that got hearts in her so eyes. <laughs> she was like trying what to. What were the conditions that precipitated that situation and are they recreatable at all (laughs) Uh, i like when you talk so we're not here to plug our projects or promote ourselves we're here to lift them up to the lord Mm. by lift up i mean promote our projects and social media handles and we'll start with caroline and maybe something we're enjoying in the secular culture (laughs) uh you can lift up all the projects i'm doing at caroline's farts Mm. on you know tiktok and letterboxd um such as that such as that i am going to (laughs) lift up uh a good podcast that i enjoyed called Crypto Queen uh, that was recommended to me by some listeners. And I asked for some good podcast recommendations. I'm also going to lift up washing your hands and practicing social distance. Please take this very seriously. Look up what's happening in Italy. I want you to live. Follow Caroline at Caroline's Farts on Letterboxd where you can, re- you can read such gems as her review for Shazam <laughs> in which she said, what a fun little stinker this was. Although I was three drinks deep, so who really knows? Two stars. <laughs> two stars. What's wrong with two stars? It's like, it's fun. I feel like two, two is negative. Yeah. I feel like three and above it's is dunk, positive. But I had a good time. <laughs> but you said a fun little, oh, stinker. Oh, you don't mean stinker and like, no, the, I mean oh, like you stinker. No, I mean like a Oh, yeah. I, I hated that movie. Shouts out to Zachary Levi, an evangelical Christian. Thank you wow. yeah. for representing me and in we Hollywood. Need, we need missionaries like him on our film representing sets me in the and DC in our DC cinematic world. universes. <laughs> I don't know. Ben Affleck is probably on his way to Chris Pratt in it. Oh, oh no. you think? I don't know. No. I sense it. 
that he's gonna go Christian? Yeah. I I, I think he's being Jennifer it. Garden Garden wait, Garner. Garner yeah. is Christian. Put some respect on yeah, but she's she, but when Jen's cool though, right? I don't know. Probably. Yes. She's Probably cool. The same way, like she goes to like a mosaic, you know. Oh, but no, Jen, know. if you're listening, but Ask Ben some wants to win her back. He regrets what happened with them. Wow, you're re- you really know the drums happening I've here. Let's lift the, that up. Ben's going to <laughs> the, the first church of De Armas right now, and he's getting on his knees and worshiping. Do you not know this? Anna De Armas. What? It's gross. Anyway, Ugh. not for me to say. What's going on with these what? girls? Uh, Anna and Florence are on a, on a text chain together we where they're to just like gassing each other up like, <laughs> you're making good decisions. You're making good decisions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's condescending. I'll cut that out. But whatever. Uh, we turn it to Grace. Hello. Oh. Um, what I would like to lift up is my social media handle. Hey. Um, it's just at Grace Baldridge. You can follow along. We have new episodes of State of Grace coming out very soon. What a great show. You can watch them indoors mm-hmm. as you practice social distancing right. and washing your hands while you watch, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, just wash like watch. and watch. Wash and watch. Mm-hmm. Each episode yeah. is the length of time you should be washing your hands. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, each episode is 15 minutes, so just honestly, nice a full shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get under the nails. Yeah. It should sink. be bones by yeah. the time we're oh. done. <laughs> um, hey, and me. I have new music coming out sometime now that I'll have a lot of time okay. at home to work on it. <laughs> so on it. I think hey. by the end of this month, we'll have an EP out. So oh, Great. Great. All right, well, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Port everywhere. I once again have nothing to recommend to you. I I did see a show on Broadway. I can't recommend that. It's close. <laughs> what is it? The Minutes, starring oh. Tracy Letts and Army Hammer. We'll talk about that on Ooh, Second Army Service. Army Hammer. Yeah, well, I got something Army can Arm hammer. me. <laughs> With that dick. A condom? I don't know. Hammer. Mm. No, this is good. No, keep going. <laughs> Just say that. Hey, I'm someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, I went back to my uh, to her place. We put on a movie, but you could tell nine of us were really watching it. And then I started hamming her so hard. I was hamming her. <laughs> I think I'm too <sighs> gay for this. I think so. No, this is why like, straight culture these is are bad. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. the straights are not okay. Culture. No, we're not good. What, you not- don't like ham? <laughs> No, <laughs> nor should she. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash good Christian Fun. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we donate a dollar to charity. And this month's charity, once again, is the Immigration Institute of the Bay Area. B-A-Y. Grace, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you on for the having show. Match, Grace. It was so thank fun you. to what have fun you. Time. This was wonderful. Yes. I've really been looking forward to it. I'm a big fan of the show and I'm happy oh, all exist. Oh, wonderful. Two years, friend. And there's nothing left to say except for, and all of Pot's people said, Amen. Amy. Amy. Army. And all of God's no. people said, Army Ham. Ham. Ham me. Army. I'm Ham her. Uh, wait, what song do we want to go out with? Maybe from the. Uh, Grace's choice. Yeah, Grace's pick. I think the houseplant one. It's so weird. Yeah, oh, we didn't really one. address it. Yeah, we can address Let's it while listen. we go out. <laughs> 
starts with a kind of a DJ bit. There are latte espresso jokes on it. It's yeah, a bit. This is a song about yeah. a book I read once about the so-called inherent evils of rock and roll, and I wrote this little song about it. Awesome. Uh, I guess I just like thanks for uh, thank you all for letting me come out and sing this song tonight. Here it goes. Once I read a book, and this is what it said: If your music has a beat, then you're gonna wind up dead. It doesn't really matter if it's Christian or not. If it's syncopated rhythm, then your soul is gonna rot. And this book was called Ha! You're gonna burn. And in the second chapter, I went on to learn: Take your house plants and put them to the test. Set them both in front of speakers and let the music do the rest. I was reading the CCM Encyclopedia of like Christian music yeah. and bands. And they sing it out. This song said, This is funny once and never again. <laughs> never. Yeah, this doesn't work. This doesn't make. This is a song you play live and only live. Yes. And then it's fun. And they were like, Should this be an album? Yeah. Let's uh, pay for studio time. They yeah. heard Chris Rice by, uh, do cartoons. They're like, We can do that. And the answer was, No, they couldn't. Chris Rice. Uh, Wish Rice. Yeah, but yeah. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. He said, man, I'd like to get some sleep if you think I could. I said, man, can't you see here? I've got this moral dilemma that I have got to get clear. That was a HeadGum Podcast.